Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to Until Death Do Us Part, intimate true stories about the end of life, afterlife, and more. Call in to share your own story on the air. The number is 516-666-9881. I'm Dave Maroff, and welcome to Until Death Do Us Part. Here are your co-hosts, Summer Bacon and Liz Johnson. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. From wherever you are listening in the world, welcome to Until Death Do Us Part. Live from Sedona, Arizona, I'm Summer Bacon. And I'm Liz Johnson. We are the proud sponsors of Hoofs and Horns Farm Sanctuary in Picture Rocks, Arizona. To find out more about them, visit their website at www.hoofsandhornsfarm.org. And uh, welcome to our show, and we hope that you will call in today with your questions or comments. And most of all, we encourage you to share your own stories as well. But today we have a really special guest. I'm so excited, and uh, she is a popular author, spiritual instructor, angel communicator, and modern mystic. She has spoken at conferences around the world and um, or <laughs> amidst the world's most foremost uh, spiritual authors and um, and has been featured on international radio shows. And for the past two decades, she's been uh, delighted to assist people in t- tuning into their own intuition, manifesting their dreams and learning to love themselves the way the heavens do. Absolutely. And she we will let amazing. you know who she is. Yes. A- <laughs> <laughs> she is amazing. Um, if you have questions or you would like to speak to her, please call us at 516-666-9881. Please know that your calls are answered in the order that they are received, so we appreciate your patience while we are getting into your calls and putting you on the air. We are going to take a quick commercial break, and we will be right back with our special guest. Hoofs and Horns Farm Sanctuary is deeply committed to the animals who come here in need, They're either abused, abandoned, orphans, and sometimes just old and worn out, those who have no other options. But we see value in each of God's creatures. We give them a safe, happy life with friends, family, vet care, and great food. One thing they all have in common is everybody else gave up. But we need your help. We're a 501c3 nonprofit charity, and we need your donations to continue helping the animals who need us. Please visit Hoofs and Horns Farm Sanctuary on Facebook or hoofsandhornsfarm.org. Thanks so much. And welcome back. You are listening to Until Death Do Us Part. Yeah, and so um, we're very excited to introduce our special guest today. I was kind of leaving you with a cliffhanger there because I didn't say who it was, but, um, but our special guest is, as I said before, an internationally renowned author, spiritual instructor, angel communicator and modern mystic and she is internationally renowned absolutely adored by so many the many rather than the few and (laughs) (laughs) drum roll we would like to welcome (laughs) ann albers to our show welcome to our show Anne. welcome to our show ann thank you both for having me here i'm so delighted and to our guests i apologize for squeaking i have swallowed an elf I know, seriously. I'm, I've known Summer for so long and Liz for so long, and it's just it's a joy to be here talking to you guys today. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> it's very wonderful, wonderful having you here. Well, and especially at this uh, special time of year, we w- want to wish everyone happy holidays, whatever you yes. celebrate, and mm-hmm. uh, um, how appropriate to spend today talking about angels. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, and the angels would say, happy season of light. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. I like that. So, so Anne, does everyone have angels? And, you know, are, are they really help, here to help us? How do they uh, intervene on our behalf? Okay. First of all, yes, everybody's got angels. Absolutely everybody. When you came to Earth, you were a soul and you had travel plans, the angels like to say, things you wanted to experience, ways you wanted to grow. And we needed guides and mentors to keep us on track because Earth is a tough school. It's a place where we're very deeply um, steeped and brewed in the illusions of separation, as Summer talks about often. And so we knew coming into this Earth we would need um, beings that would help us remember who we really are and beings Mm -hmm. that would help guide us back to the path we want to be on. 
you know, I think of people have um, an illusion sometimes that the angels want them to do something. But in truth, the angels only want to support your soul in your soul's growth, in your soul's manifestations and desires, in really connecting with love in every way, shape, and form. So, yes, you all have angels. You can call in extra ones. There are some that are global angels, like Archangel Michael, the protector and the defender of truth. He, he works with a lot of the light workers. Raphael, for example, is a well-known angel who works with the healers. And, um, you know, then there are personal guardian angels. And one of the questions yeah. I always get is, how do I know who my angel is? And I say do a very simple exercise. Sit quietly in the morning when you first wake up, because that's when your brain hasn't started telling you you can't do things. And just simply say, as soon as you can remember it upon awakening, I would like a name of one of my angels. And trust the very, very first thing you get. Right. You do that every morning until you get a name. And you will eventually. And it might be silly. It might be a human name. It might be your, your dead grandma. You know, and, and then sometimes our relatives can serve in the capacity of an angel. But you'll get a name eventually. And then you can start asking them for help. Now, you don't need a name. You can just say, angels, I want help with XYZ. You know, I tell people, get up in the morning and give your angels a honey-do list. You know, honey-do this, honey-do that. Get up and say, this is what I want help with today. For example, this morning I got up and I said, I want help doing phenomenal sessions for my clients. I want help being able to talk on the radio without sounding too much like a mouse, you know, because I had a call last week, you know. And, and then there's a bunch of other things I want to help with. And the day is flowing very gracefully and beautifully, and hopefully I won't sound like a mouse. Anyhow, so get up in the mornings and put your angels to work. You know, I, I, I taught this to one lady, and she, she said she didn't even know if she believed, but she thought, okay, can't hurt. And so she got up and she said, I need financial help. And she asked for that for a week, and she just kept an open mind. I mean, the trick is don't get in the way. Don't, say, don't, don't ask for something and then doubt it because then we right. get in the way. So yeah. she asked for financial help. And within a week, she had the thought come to her that I should call my you know, um, I think it was Social Security. Hmm. And sure enough, she had not only one check waiting, but two. And she had forgotten all about that until she had the reminder. So, wow. you know, just suspend judgment. Give them a chance. Give them a list and see what happens. Yeah, I but think it's don't really get in the way with doubt. Yeah, I think I think we have to to uh, you know use our imagination at first, but that's really where mm-hmm. I believe that. Uh, Spirits and angels communicate with us is in our imagination, or, or we wouldn't have one in the first place. It's yeah. uh, you know, and 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 eventually you have a breakthrough uh, of an awareness that this is not your imagination. It's right. really truly communication because you see it and it's validated experientially. And uh, and I just wanted to ask you just briefly. Just, can you just give us? We do have a caller uh, and, and a couple of uh, other people on on the uh, online. But yeah. um, I wanted to first. I forgot to ask whether uh, a little bit about your background, like how you got involved in this, and how how is it that you got connected with your angels? <laughs> okay, I'll make it short. But basically, I was raised in a very traditional household. My mom was, you know, worked in all sorts of different office type of jobs. My dad's a physicist. So, and we were um, Catholic when I was raised. So I, I grew up in a very traditional kind of conventional household. And we learned the conventional angel prayer, you know, of, that you say before bed. And I always kind of imagined I had one, but I didn't think about it. I grew up, I became an avionics engineer, and I didn't love it. So I started praying for a, a job that, where I could wake up happy, go to bed grateful, and make a living helping people. And then dreams and coincidences started happening, and I started connecting with teachers, and the teachers started showing me how to quiet my mind and tune into angels, and I started having visions and dreams. And so it happened to me when I opened the door for it, really. Hmm. And I, um, it was through a very sincere, heartfelt prayer for my life to have more purpose and meaning. And at first, I wasn't sure if I was hearing angels or, and when I say hearing, I mean getting feelings, thoughts, impressions, or if it was my own head. And I think a lot of people were, you know, how do I know if it's me or them? And an old shaman once said, it doesn't matter if it's good advice. Hmm. And so, yeah. you, you know, at first, you just ask yourself, does it feel right to me? Does this feeling that I'm getting to do something or go somewhere or call someone, does it feel right? Does it feel good? If it yeah. does, you listen. If it doesn't, you don't. You're still and sort of an avionics huh? engineer, huh? <laughs> well, I still got the geek background, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But absolutely. 
you you got it on both ends of it, don't you really? I mean, cosmic engineer, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's kind of funny. So it was well, really by asking for help. And the angels say that we know we are aspects of God's love. And that's something for people to really soak up. Aspects of God's love. They're not separate from God. If you could take your compassion and put it into a personal form and give it a name and a look, that would be what an angel is. So God's taken his protection and divine light and healing and different aspects of that divine energy and given us angels that are a very relatable form of that love. And they know that. Yeah, that's beautifully So when you ask God for help, the angels who are the personal embodiments of God's love will come to help you. Wow, beautiful. Thank you, Anne. Let's go ahead and go to our uh, first caller here, area code 203. You are on the air. Hi. Um, Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Um, You were asking for... um, Personal stories, is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Okay, I have two, both of great importance. Can I share both? Yes, please. Mm -hmm. The first one one was um, when the Challenger explosion happened. I was away visiting my boyfriend. We got into somewhat of an argument, and I remember kind of just slumping down on the floor thinking I don't want to be here. And suddenly I saw, um, I was looking at a pyramid, and between the, the stones, it was pulsating fire. And wow. I thought, wow, that, that's weird. i got to remember this to maybe paint it someday. And I don't tend to have these things happen to me. And then suddenly I was up in the sky looking down at the pyramid, and it was snowing white chrysanthemums. And again I said, wow, got to remember this. And then all of a sudden... I was looking at a movie screen, a rectangular, horizontally, and there was a silhouette of an astronaut. And I don't know Flash Gordon, but that's what came to mind. It was futuristic and also very old-fashioned astronaut suit. It was almost like reptilian, um, the, the breathing cord, but mm-hmm. it felt futuristic too. And this being male the silhouette of his head was rocking back and forth back and forth with laughter and the laughter was the most beautiful experience feeling i've ever ever experienced and i know i'd never experience it again unless something like this divine like this happened again the feeling was i'll never forget it and what he said was everything's okay they don't under they're all in agreement they're all in agreement. Everything's okay. So I got home that day, wow. next day, turned on the TV, and there was Peter Jennings, and I thought, what happened? And I, I listened, and it flashed to the, the family in the, in the crowd, and my head said, I feel so bad for them. They don't understand that they're, they're all okay. And it was so frustrating knowing that these parents wouldn't know that Everyone was in agreement to to go forward for this. And I have always wondered, you know, what was the purpose? There's got to be a message that these astronauts wanted to give us. But then it didn't didn't really all come together until I was leaving to get my son from school. And, oh, I can't remember. That's when I realized this was a premonition that I had. And Mm -hmm. I kind of let it go and distrusted myself until a week later they had a memorial in Florida they mm. were throwing over white chrysanthemums into the water oh, oh wow oh, beautiful, oh, beautiful. that's when I knew this was a real premonition yeah, yeah. and Absolutely. I, I was yeah. grateful to know that so often in, in disasters we are all in agreement um, and I've always wondered you know what was the meaning something it was purposeful. That I'll never know with NASA. And is um, there anything that you could add? And is there anything you could add to that or, or share about that? Your perspective. Well, on it's interesting because um, I had, you know, that a, a different but similar um, visionary experience about the Challenger, and I talked to a lot of other people since who have, and I think the same thing happened in 9/11 that many people had this awareness. Yeah. 
And what happens usually is those of you, and you are included in that, who are very psychic, simply tune into these global events. And as you tune into them, if you're open to a deeper truth, then the deeper truth uh, you know, is revealed to you that this is all in divine order. It's all right that this crowd yeah. agreed to come to Earth and die together to raise awareness of the need to appreciate family and have love for one another because you never know, you know how long somebody's going to last on this Earth. And so in a lot of these global events, it's a, it's a global awakening. And right, it's like yeah. individuals like yourself tune into it. And even if you just know the deeper meaning of it, then when you have conversations with other people and, you know, they say, isn't that terrible, then you can share this and you, you bring hope and light to the people that you've been guided to affect. Yeah, huh. no, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and caller, I'm I'm sorry, but we we are kind of loading up on on people here who, <laughs> who have questions and such. But thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, we really appreciate oh, your yeah. story. Such you can't listen to the story. other one. We can really need to give other people an opportunity oh, to give, yeah, yeah. To, to hear their share their stories as well. But thank you okay. so very much. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. And. And we have a message here on our board. It says, Spirit Inform. It says, may I please have an angel message for 2020? So, Anne, can you tune into this person and uh, give a message to them? Well, if you don't mind, the angels are saying, we'll give you all a message for 2020 rather than an individual one. Oh, it's a, an energy, yeah. There's a tremendous movement on this earth right now. Many of you are aware of the fact that In this year, 2019, Mother Earth got a little fatigued from all the bickering that's going on on our planet, and she kind of tucked herself within and said, you guys handle yourselves for a little while. And so what I saw in my office, this is Anne again, is a total tidal wave of people coming in saying, I need to take care of myself. I can't be taking care of everybody else all the time at my own expense. And so there's this awakening that's gone on this year that we have to be responsible more for ourselves. And from that full cup, then we spill over. So we have to carry that into 2020. 2020 is a year where it's important to focus on self-love, self-care, because the energy is very strong. Now, the good news is if you do that, then you're going to have a phenomenal year. If you do that, you're going to be pointed in the right direction. If you focus on your dreams, think of it like being a surfer in a big wave. If you've got your board pointed in the right direction, you're going to be carried forward very quickly. However, If we're busy burning out and focusing on things we don't really want to see in our lives and obsessing over our problems, then you're like that surfer who accidentally aimed the board sideways when the wave hits, and then it gets very tumultuous. So in 2020, the angels say focus on self-love, self-care, focus on the partnership you have with God, and then in that energy, everything can be very beautiful. Hmm. Wow, that's an excellent message. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for asking. I, I, I've got so many questions, but I'm, I want to. I I'm always tend to t- talk over Liz. So. <laughs> we actually do need to take a quick uh, commercial break, and we will be right back. Are your windows dirty again? At Ontiveros Window Cleaning, we offer cleaning services to residential and business properties while specializing in new construction. You are serviced by the pane and not by the hour, so you are guaranteed a quality clean. We refer to ourselves as window detailers with a nose-to-glass policy with flexible hours. So let us clear your views and bring light back into your homes again. Please visit our website at ontiveroswindowcleaning.com or send a text or call us at 801-949-0548 for a free estimate. Hi, Lori Lene, licensed massage therapist and owner of Raven's Call Healing Center in beautiful Sedona, Arizona. We offer several different modalities like therapeutic massage, fifth dimensional work with vibrational sound and light, classes and workshops to expand and grow your spiritual awareness, releasing the blocks in the body that no longer serve you so you can live a more vibrant life. Please check us out at ravenscallinc.com or give us a call at 928-202-1179. You get $10 off your first visit. Raven's Call, healing for your soul. And welcome hey back. friends, it's Rebecca Cute Hands <laughs> letting you know the medicine pouch ceremonies are coming up December 20th, 21st, and 22nd. If you would like to attend any one of these ceremonies, give me a call at 928-499-4128. 
This year, we're going to be filling the pouches with 23 blessings and offerings honoring our DNA. I'm really looking forward to it, and I hope to see you there. Many blessings. Mishtae wado. And welcome back. You are listening to Until Death Do Us Part. And we're going to go right to uh, another caller we have from Australia. Australia. Is it Australia? Yes. I think it's Australia. Or New Zealand. No, it's Australia. (laughs) Anyway, you're on the air. (laughs) Good day. How are you, ladies? Hello. Good day. (laughs) Actually, what would you like to share? um, This feels um, for me like deja vu. Um, I have a near-death experience to share. I'm not sure if I've shared it before. You have Um, shared it. uh, You have shared it before. You have shared it before. Yes. Oh well. Well, I won't take up your time then. Well, did you have any any uh, questions for our special guest, Dan Albers, our angel communicator? Just that. yeah, I'd like to know how my um, my mum's going, but um, I'd just like to say to Anne that I totally agree that um, the awakening comes through um, people taking personal responsibility for their own existence, because, you know, if you're not creating your life, who is? But any information on mum would be really wonderful. She is a hoot. She's up in spirit, all dressed up, ready for the holiday parties. She um, she wants you to know that she she says get moving. I don't know why. She shows a picture of you like walking or running. Have you been wanting to exercise more? Yeah, yeah, and also um, I've got a feeling that I need to get back on the road and. Um, yeah, because she said get uh, moving. Those were her words exactly. But she said it with a lot of love, and it was like excited for you. You yeah, know, there, there was a feeling of, of really bringing a lot of life into your life next year, but 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 it, it was cute. It was all like, almost like getting a nudge from her. Okay, yeah, I could, yeah, I could do with a nudge. So yeah, okay, <laughs> well, she'll, she'll keep giving you nudges. Ask her to be nice about it, though. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because some, sometimes I when they give you nudges, nicely. yeah, exactly. Because I get I nudges from spirit. <laughs> They're funny. Yeah. Well, I've come to the I've come to the conclusion that the best thing I can do is to just let my own light shine. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. And, and you know what? She says you already know this. There's no separation between life and death ever. It's just a shift in your focus, right? Yeah. yeah. You got well, thanks, it. Thanks, ladies. You have a great Christmas. You too. Right. Thank, Thank you. you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Well, he's fun. <laughs> he is fun. Um, and um, have angels had human life forms or or not? Well, we use the term very loosely, and the angels say there is a, those of us who are, you know, always in this other dimension connected to spirit. There are a few angels that have been traditionally, like I, I can't remember if it's Metatron or Melchizedek, one of them, that, you know, have been reported to have lives on earth, and then they go to the heavens, and we consider them angels, and, you know, some people call Dr. Peebles an angel that comes through summer, and you might call your grandma an angel, and the angels mm-hmm. say there are what we'd call, you know, classic angels. These are our labels who have never <laughs> been in form, but there are many who guide us that really have had human lives, so the word angel is used very loosely. In mm-hmm. the heavens, they would use it really to say anybody who's guiding you from a higher perspective. I'm wondering. So the answer was, to that question is some have, some haven't. Uh, yeah, and I was wondering because Anne, um, years ago I was in Sepulpa, Oklahoma, and I was living uh, with my former mother-in-law in her house, and um, and we had you know fundamental differences of opinion about certain things that were you know spiritually speaking, and and I would talk about spirit guides, and she would talk about angels, and eventually she yeah. came to the conclusion that we were really just talking about the same thing. But I was Absolutely. curious. Absolutely. Yeah, I was thinking about it this morning. I mean, do you think are all angels spirits or are all spirits angels? I mean, are they one in the same? Well, or the angels are laughing at this one. They said, if you could see the reality of it all, we're all one energy like an ocean with different waves on it, and those waves would be, you know, an angel or a human. And what defines an angel typically in traditional classic belief systems is a being of light that's never incarnated on the earth. So that's a classic view of it. Hmm. 
Okay. But like I said, we use the term very loosely to talk about anyone who's guiding us from a higher perspective. Now, some spirit guides come from a higher perspective and some do not. You know, you may have Great Uncle Bob up there who's still a real character and maybe he doesn't have the highest perspective, you know. Maybe your boyfriend dumped you and he's like, well, fuck him. You know, I hear this in spirit. Excuse me. Okay. Yes. I do hear it sometimes from the spirit world. And yet if you have an angel, the angel would say, well, you two were no longer a vibrational match and this is how you're growing. And they would look at it from a much higher perspective. Yeah. So right. whether, yeah. whether they're a human that has evolved to a higher perspective or a being of light that's never been on the earth – the angels say we would use the term angel to define anyone who's guiding you from that higher perspective. So hmm. I guess you could say not all spirit guides are angels, but at the same time, you know, it's like humans. They all have their perspectives. Right, and right. That, and, you know, and, and, and how do you know what's right for you? Well, the angels say you know what's right for you because it resonates with you. So so how would someone go about, um, and I know I'm, I'm just going to, give you a little plug here and teaches some of the most amazing classes on being Thank able you. to connect with your angels and your guides. And if you are in the greater Phoenix Sedona area, I would encourage you with every fiber of my being to attend one of her classes because they are phenomenal. So Thank you. There, there's my commercial for you, Anne, but uh, <laughs> Thank you. So, so Anne, how, how do, how can people begin to create a deeper connection with their guides and angels? Okay, the angels say it is the simplest thing on earth, and it's so simple that most people won't do it, to sit, breathe, and receive. Every day, dedicate mm -hmm. just a few minutes, sit, breathe, with the intention to receive your angel's love. And what will happen is at first you may just get peaceful, and you may feel not much, but in time you might feel a love come over you or an expansion as you open more to it. And then in time you may feel a little woozy or lightheaded or like you're dizzy, and then if you keep doing it, you may start getting impressions, and you may feel almost like you've been embraced or engulfed in love. And in this fashion, they will help tune you in to their frequency more. So they'll do all the work. And it's one of the easiest ways on earth to connect with your angels. You just do it consistently for a few minutes a day. I mean, set the microwave timer for two minutes and sit, <laughs> breathe, and receive. And the angels say, if you do that, over time, the bridge between us will become strengthened. That's beautiful. I love that. You know, it's it's kind of like somebody who fiddles with the Wi-Fi until they get it tuned in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You have you have to you have to want to have that relationship, and you have to want to develop that relationship because the angels are there. But yeah. if, if we're just going, oh, where are they? Why aren't they just coming down here and just you know pouncing on me? And that's not what they're going to do any more than you know I would I would go pounce on my friend. <laughs> I would give them a phone call and I would invite them to lunch. You know? Yeah. So, well, uh, you know, when I started, I wanted to hear God like Moses in the burning bush. You know, I, I wanted to hear I wanted to hear the voices. I wanted to have the visions like the TV psychics have. And yeah, it didn't start right. that way for me. It started as subtle feelings. It started as a a blip of a vision or a dream. It started as a lot of feelings about things that mm. I couldn't explain or things I just knew and I couldn't explain it. So it didn't start out, you know, like, like, like the voice in the burning bush or the television psychics that see movie screens. I didn't get that. Yeah. yeah. Is is that like the, but, is that what you would call the, the still small voice within? Absolutely. And it, sometimes it's just a very strong feeling. You know, there's a lot of people out there that their their psychic sense is just their feelings, but if they learn to trust their feelings, they really learn to tune into their angels and their guidance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when I say feelings, I'm not talking about oh, I want to get revenge. You know, I'm not talking about uh, the the you know the denser feelings. I'm talking about the uplifting, inspirational feelings, the feelings that you know make you feel more alive, more you. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. So it really takes receptivity more than anything else because the angels are always talking to us. They're always sending signals. Sometimes we don't notice it. You know, have you ever been in a bookstore and all of a sudden you just notice a book or you've been in a crowd and you mm -hmm. just notice a certain person? Well, why do we notice them? Because, you know, the energy is attracting us to that. Absolutely. I call more it an angel more. highlighter. Yeah. <laughs> I call it like an angel highlighter. You know, they, they put an energy <laughs> around the things nice. and the beings that can help us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Hey Anne, um so I'm gonna ask a really silly question, but this is just something I I think some people might actually think about this. 
so do angels really have wings or are those wings just symbolic or are, or what is your perspective on that? Well, they look like they have wings when they appear to some people um, because their energy is connected to the universe. And so a lot of times what, what we interpret in our brains as wings and we see as wings is really beautiful networks of light. Hmm. Hmm. I love that. I love that. Thank you. That was, gosh, that was like a, Beautiful description. Yes, that really was. <laughs> like like fiber optic cords going out into the universe, and I mean, and again, oh, I'm gosh. just, you know, it's 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 just it's it's a, our brain, has, and, and science has shown that if we look at something, we will actually filter out the things that don't match our our belief systems. Right. Mm. You know, they did some study where they showed people a bunch of greens. <clears throat> Excuse me, and people filtered out the green color that they didn't recognize. Wow. Oh, that's, so, that's really So, you know, we don't, we don't necessarily relate to giant luminous lines of light emanating from beings, but we relate to wings. Okay. Hmm. I so like people that. People have seen angels. And same with halos. You know, that's the human aura, the energy field. But way back when, when people started painting what they were seeing, they didn't know what an aura was necessarily. They just saw a halo. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because the halos are, uh, there's different ways that they're portrayed as being like a, like a circle of gold over the head. But the, uh, in the older uh, paintings that, uh, you know, of like Christ, the halo right. is actually like an aura around his around head. Around the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And very interesting. I, I love the fact that you, um, you talk about all this stuff from a spiritual perspective, but you also bring in the historical perspective on angels yes. and stuff too, Anne. So thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. You know, when it started happening, I just had to learn everything I could. Yeah. Oh, I was like, what's going on here? (laughs) I I, I think everybody's kind of, you know, on that that similar path or journey. You know, it's self-discovery, really. Yeah, it is. And really, you just nailed it right there. Because the the primary purpose of the angels is to help us remember who we are. Yes, yes. Which is pure love. so, so I guess some people might ask, well, so are we all going to become angels? Because that's sort of one of the things, like in uh, you know Christian history, of, or you know the, that we're, we're, if we go to heaven, we're going to become an angel. Is that is that our destiny? Well, again, these are our labels. We're all going to realize eventually that we've never been disconnected from the source of love, which is God or the divine. Eventually, we'll all realize that we are one with that, just as a wave, it's one with the ocean, and in that awareness. Yeah, we become like angelic beings, but it's not like some status we earn when we graduate. Yes, that's that's very true. Um, it's a state of awareness when we really are immersed in the oneness. Absolutely. So when you're immersed in that place of oneness, and I know you've experienced that, Summer, and I have mm-hmm. experienced it, how how can we relate that to people who may not have had that experience? Well, again, you can't push people to understand anything before their time, but you can just simply say, you know, I, I had an experience of feeling my, you know, connection with the entire universe. Yes. It's a, it's an amazing feeling and, and really hard to articulate. Yeah. To me, yeah. it's like uh, I expanded into everything and knew myself as part of everything and still had an individual awareness that Anne was part of that, all that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I remember being in that, that st- Yeah. I was in that state once, and I remember trying to thank God, and when I'm thanking myself, you know, not not me, Anne, but the the greater self, you know, and I and and the the joy and the laughter of it just came through. I just started laughing hysterically. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, I, I, just I, God I, playing with itself, you know. Yes, I've yeah. had people tell me I'm crazy for that kind of talk, you know, and it's um, but but again, that whole exp- it's experiential. Once you experience it, once you feel it. There's there is nothing that can change your mind about it. It's not because it's not from your mind. It's from your heart, yeah. and it's the sensation that it's not of this this earth. Yeah, it's I a, call it distributed consciousness. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I I like to describe it like distributed consciousness. You know, I was driving once and it happened, and I felt the road with the tires rolling over me. I felt the tires rolling on the road. Simultaneously, mm-hmm. I felt the mountains. I felt Anne in the driver's seat. And it was like having all these different points of awareness all at once. Wow. Really? You know, I, I had yeah. that when I was, honest to God, this might sound really bizarre, 
But I remember I was at Dale's supermarket in, I think, Granada Hills or someplace, and I in, in California. And I remember I was shopping for my mom, and she wanted me to get butter. And I bought the butter, and I looked at the box, and I, in that moment, and I, and I wasn't doing drugs or anything like that. I was just a kid <laughs> getting butter for my mom at the grocery store. And uh-huh. I remember feeling this connection, this incredible connection with this butter and all the people who made it and how beautiful it was. Yeah. And how, you know, how lovely the packaging, and like you were saying about being connected to the road and the yeah. tires. And, it, and once you understand that, once you've touched that space, it's so remarkable. It's so profound. Well, mm-hmm. everything has life. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Everything is life. You know, people make fun of me because I talk to everything. You know, I talk to bugs. I talk to animals. Mm-hmm. I talk to my refrigerator. You know, whatever it is. But everything's got a, you know, the underlying energy in it that's um, at the common denominator for all of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Angels know that. Everything is connected. Absolutely. Um I'm noticing that uh, our caller from area code 203 is still with us on the air. So would you like to share your second story? Oh, I would love to. I was thinking about that first. Yes. um, My son, when he was um, 15 or 16, broke his back. And Mm. for three weeks before, um, I was driving home early evening and I saw a UFO never seen one before wasn't sure I saw it it followed me all the way home I woke up my son made him come outside and confirmed to me that he was seeing what I saw and I said to him tell them to move so we can understand and it went below the horizon and came back up we got in the car and tried to chase it Um, we had an owl fly in front of us and saw some weird lights and odd but for the next Two or three weeks, I saw them almost every single night when I walked my dog. And very often, I'd walk them in a cemetery so there was space where I could see them. And they would just, they'd be a light in the sky, a star, and then suddenly shoot across the sky. And many times I brought my son out to confirm that I wasn't crazy. And then he broke his back. Um, I almost lost him a number of times due to reaction to the anesthesia. And then before he was coming home, um, his girlfriend and I were cleaning up his room, and we found tons of photos where he actually had a premonition of his accident unconsciously. He had pictures wow. of a skeleton and skeleton in school and a bunch mm. of things. But after the accident, I never saw them again. Hmm. How interesting. You know, so sometimes you, beings, whether they're ETs or angels, will appear just to comfort you and re- remind you that there's so many different dimensions and there's so many realities, and and it's it's a comfort. Absolutely, you know, it's kind of like oh. saying we're with you, and and you in particular, you know, you have a soul that's very connected with other worldly beings, and you're here on Earth as a human this time. But it was kind of like your family saying, "We're here, we got your back." Wow. Okay. That's, yeah, that's really that's cool. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, caller. Thank, Thank you so, you so much. much. Thank you very that's much. Beautiful. Thank you, yeah. caller. Thanks again. You mm-hmm. bet. Beautiful story. Yeah. We have a caller from uh, nine two. Oh, hold on a second. Nine two eight area code. Uh, hello, caller. You're on on the air. Thank you. I just was reminded of something in my life by what Anne said about the connectedness. I was on the beach, uh, I think it was in Newport with my wife. We used to rent boats and go sailing sometimes in the afternoon. And I'd come back Mm -hmm. and I was standing on the beach and there was a shell there. And all of a sudden, I felt that shell represented everything in the world. And I felt how it got there. And I could see the design of the entire universe. It was the most amazing mm. thing, mm. and I was just stunned. It was, uh, it, 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 I stood there for quite a while watching that, mm. and then, not too many uh, days later, I was driving my car, and I, this also reminded me of something that Ann said. I was driving, and suddenly I was the the car. 
Yeah. And I felt I, I was a shifter, you know, and and somehow I experienced the whole sense of being on the road and being in a car, and then how the the road and everything was all part of this big, well-connected thing. And it's amazing to me how the the fabric of eternity is so perfect. Yeah, it's that's extraordinary, so and it's so beautiful. And for young people to discover that for the first time is is a great joy, and they should share that and hang on to it all of their lives. Yeah, that's wow. beautiful. You know, your um your story about the shell reminds me of you know have you ever heard that poem by William Blake? You know, to see the world in a grain of sand and heaven in a wildflower. That just reminds me of that poem. It's beautiful. Well, that would be perfect. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Poets, that is... Many poets seem to get it. They 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 seem to to be in in touch with all of that. Yeah. It's esoteric stuff, but it when you have that love and when you sense that, it makes every day a joy. It truly does. And uh, people get so confused and trapped by the obstructions because they they limit themselves all the time. They just let go, you know. Yeah, well, you've and really not, touched on something there, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Th- thank you so much, caller. Thank you so much for calling in. Well, thank you for for talking about it. I just I think it's a wonderful thing you're doing, and it's, a, it, it's so important for the message to get out there because there's so many people in need today. God bless you both. Thank you very much. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. He just had a really important point that a lot of people are seeking these mystical experiences and meditating and traveling and doing all these things, and that's fine. You know, I've done it too. I love it. But the easiest way to have one is to not care about it and just enjoy your life and be in this peaceful, surrendered state of being and in the in the moment when you least expect it, you'll have it. Yes, yes. Because you're surrendered. You know, he was happy on the beach and taking a walk, and then this beautiful thing happened. And I was on the road just loving life. And it's when we are at peace and when we're surrendered and when we're not looking, but we're just being that we plug in most easily. So thank you well, for you that. Know, yeah, it was so beautiful. You know, um, when I teach uh, about trans-channeling, I tell people that connecting with spirit is sort of like uh, becoming a concert pianist. It takes effort. It takes a willingness mm-hmm. to make make that and establish that relationship with the piano and with the music. But what makes one concert pianist better than another is their willingness to surrender and become the music. And all of a sudden yeah. they are really, they're really in a positive way possessed by the music and they're possessed yeah. by the love of the music and the music's love for them. Mm-hmm. And that's perfect. like the seashell on the seashore, you know? Yes. Just beautiful. Yeah. yeah that's perfect. Yeah. Well, um, if you would like to have, share your story or if you have a question for our special guest and Albers, please call us at 516 666 9881. Um, I do have a question, Anne. Um, yeah. We often associate angels with heaven. What can you tell us about heaven? Heaven is a state of awareness where we no longer feel separate from love. And you can oh. experience heaven on earth. You know, when people are in love on earth, they feel like they're in heaven. Mm-hmm. And in a, in a sense, they really are because heaven's not a place. Heaven's just a state of being in which you experience that love all the time. And so when we die, um, the angels like to say we release our resistance to love. Wow. And we enter and emerge into this state of consciousness where we are open and we receive the love that's there all the time. And then we're in a community of like-minded spirits that are also in that state of love. So everybody's working in harmony. Everybody's doing what they love. Everybody's being their true self. So heaven is first and foremost a state of mind, but then it's also an experience we have after death in community because there's, you know, billions of souls in that state of mind. Right. And you just said something that I thought was just so incredibly profound. When we enter into heaven, that's where we release our resistance to love. Yeah. That's 
that's it's sort of where we're we're seeking love on earth we want you know we seek we seek love we want it in our lives we want to give it and then when we realize that we are that which we are seeking then we surrender to the whole of it and that's where i i believe that we we go back to to god and yeah, yeah absolutely really for us. yeah yes that was and you you just have so many beautiful beautiful little you nailed it yeah <laughs> yeah well yeah. the engineer in me has got to you know got to get these answers too nailed it. <laughs> so so and why do you why do you feel that we are as human beings so resistant to the love that we are we're programmed to be that way you know we're programmed with very human thinking we come into this earth with whatever tendencies we've fallen into from, you know, perhaps lifetimes. And if we come into this earth and we can reestablish our connection with that love or re- feel it again, really, because it's always there, you know, that's mastery. If you can lift weights, you have, you're stronger than if you just lift little dumbbells. So we come in here and we're programmed by people who are very well-meaning, who tell us that we're conditionally loved. But they didn't do it to us because we wouldn't be in that family in this life unless we thought we were conditionally loved to begin with in another life. So we come to earth almost like a video game. You know, are we going to get to the next level where we can experience that love with or without the world, you know, making us feel it? Mm-hmm. So humans conditionally love us and we start to believe that we have to earn love. And we start to say, no, 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 I don't deserve love unless, you know, I'm a certain way. And everybody would intellectually say, no, I know I deserve love. But then the first person that gives you a compliment, you know, what do we do? Oh, no, no, no. You know, <laughs> yeah, something like yeah. that. So, yeah, you know, yeah. if you, this was a fun exercise the angels gave me years ago. They said, take a week in and notice every time you turn away from love, every time you don't soak in a compliment, you know, and let it seep in. Every time somebody offers to help and you're like, no, 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 I can do it myself. You know, if you, if you really want to do it yourself, it's fine. But Maybe you want help and somebody offers and you're like, oh, I can't do that. You know, how many times we turn love away? How many times we have an inclination to sit down and rest and we, we tell ourselves, no, we can't. You know, love would right. say, sit down and rest. You know, listen to your heart. Follow that. So the angels say it's very subtle usually and we do believe intellectually we deserve love. But yet because of human programming and life experiences, we start subtly acting in ways that aren't always as loving to ourselves, and we don't always accept the love that's shown to us. Now, a lot of people come into my office and say, well, that's fine, but nobody's showing me love. And the angels say, you resist love if you refuse to see the goodness of the universe. You have a warm home. You have food on the table. You know, there's love everywhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Most of us, especially in this country, live privileged lives. You know, we have hot water. Yes. Yes. Hot water is love. and 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 you make a you know the the a good point about love and what what people perceive love as being some people perceive love as being sex but this is not what we're talking about right now we're talking about love that is that is universal that is from god yeah. that is uh, it's it's much right. deeper than that it's when right. you know when when you're sitting in a chair and you say I I just I just want love, God. Why 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 can't I get love? And and then your cat jumps on you, or your dog paws at you, and you say, <laughs> "Get out of here!" Yeah. And, you know, it is like, but that's yeah. the answer to your prayer, or or the hummingbird shows up at your window, or yeah. or, or a friend calls at that moment, and God is saying, "You are loved." And and again, it could be just that first taste of coffee in the morning that feels like love. Feels like yeah. Love I got a funny me. story about love. <laughs> Yeah, I got a funny story about this. Years ago, I was asking the universe for validation that, you know, I was really on the right path and that I was loved. I just had a breakup, and I got the feeling that I should go to a local zoo, an animal zoo. So I go to the zoo where I met Floyd the cockatoo, and I'm telling this bird, I love you, I love you, and Floyd's saying, I love you, and I'm like, oh, God's sending me the love in this bird. Anyhow, a kid goes by, and he looks at the bird. And he's a stupid bird, and the bird goes, F you, you know. <laughs> and I laughed so hard, you know, and, and I thought, well, there it is right there. It's like if you're open to receive the love, you get it. And if you see only something stupid, well, what do you get back, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's all it's circle, the, it? Yeah. We're not, talking, we're not talking about human romance. We are definitely talking about divine love. Yes. Yeah. A higher love it's in your, that. Yeah. It's in your coffee cup. Yeah. yeah. The, angel, the angels once said, if you want to feel loved, look at your coffee. 
you know, like you were saying earlier, all the people that, you know, went into the butter, all the people that churned the butter and milked the cows and all the cows that gave their lives for the butter, you know, mm-hmm. there's like love mm-hmm. in every sip we take and every spoonful we eat and everything in your house was made by somebody who originally designed it and loved the design. You know, love love comes through God through so many hands and ends up in your living room. Yeah, it's, yes. it, and it's true intimacy, true intimacy, mm-hmm. true contact. It's it's knowing that that cup of coffee didn't just magically appear in your hands. It was it was the remarkable events that happened in God only knows how many people's lives that yeah, brought it. Exactly. To you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And people that, that and, in itself can make you connect. Everything else. Yeah. Everything else. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We do need to take another short commercial break, and we will be right back with our special guest, Ann Albers. Hi, everyone. My name is Deborah Burton, and I live in Sedona, Arizona. I sell crystals and crystal pendants, crystal beings for lightworkers. I specialize in white satin spar selenite, angel crystals, and rare crystals of many kinds. I have lots of treasures, and I offer them for very reasonable prices. My website is metaphysicalrealm1.com. The one is the number one, and that is metaphysicalrealm1.com. Thank you for listening. Hi, I'm Dave Maroff, Transformational Life Coach and Spiritual Counselor. Are you feeling stuck? Can't find your way? Have the questions but can't find the answers? Life Coaching can help you move forward from where you are in your life to where you want to be. So give me a call at 928-642-8443 to schedule an appointment today or visit my website at www.daveheartom.com. I'm here to help you. Have a wonderful day. And welcome back. You are listening to Until Death Do Us Part and our very special guest, Ann Albers. If any of you have questions or comments that you would like to share with Ann, please call us at 516-666-9881. I think this has been a most delightful show today and, and just thank you so much, Anne, for sharing your wisdom and your insights and just the beautiful life that you are. We really appreciate I that. I love you, too. Yeah, I just love you guys. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just it's such a, a joy to talk about, you know, the things that matter. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, so love, good. love, so connection, yeah. you know, the things that matter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you, no, no, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I... <laughs> We're both going to talk yeah. at the same time. Here. Apparently, Liz and I were <laughs> twins in the previous life, so we, we could just say the same thing at the same time. But I just love um, you too, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just wondering, Anne. I just, you know, it, it's the holidays. Um, people are going through all kinds of emotions. Um, you know, there are people celebrating Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, nothing. People who are angry because people are celebrating. Um, people who are a lot mm-hmm. of times at this time of the year, we go through these tremendous emotional experiences uh, of memories of our childhood, right. or it could be that a loved one is is on the wane and or has passed away during this time. What would you say to that collective community of people in in uh, various states of spiritual crisis at this time of the year? I would say that what we're all seeking is connection. And Christmas reminds us that the one connection we seek more than anything else is with the light of love that lives within yourself, that divine light. And so if you have relatives and friends and you're, you know, partying and whatever, you're celebrating that light very openly. But if you're alone, that means you're in deeper classes perhaps. And you go within and you connect with that light inside of yourself by sitting quietly, praying, perhaps meditating, maybe just doing something nice for yourself or for someone else, any act of love, any thought of love, any desire for love, sit, breathe, and receive, will connect you with that light. If you've lost a loved one and you miss them, sit quietly on Christmas and say, I want to feel your hug. I want to feel your love. And just breathe and just give them some feedback. Tell them, you know, yes, I felt something or no, I didn't. And Maybe repeat that every day until you do feel something. It took my grandpa six months to learn how to heat up my hand. Hmm. But now he comes in, he heats up my hand. So you can ask little by little for a tangible experience of your loved ones. But your job is to sit quietly, focus on something loving that you remember about them that doesn't make you sad for just that minute. 
and to give them a little feedback if you felt anything in the body, tingles, heat, warmth, because you can eventually connect. So the angels remind us that the, the season now is a season of finding light in the darkness. That's what Christmas was, right? Yes. The Christ absolutely. light came into a dark, darkened world, and the and the the menorah stayed lit in the temple in spite of all odds. You know, it's a miracle. And Kwanzaa is a celebration of the qualities that are very filled with light within a human heart. Solstice, you know, is coming up the the day of the dark. You know, when we have to find the light in the inside of ourselves. So the angels say, at the holidays more than ever, bring the light up from within. And that's the real purpose of the holidays. So when you're alone and you're wishing that the light would come at you from the outside world, but it's not, because sometimes it doesn't, bring it up from within. Yeah. And it's in that silence or in that serving others or in that being grateful for anything you can or in sitting and trying to ask your loved ones in spirit to hug you. It's in seeking that light that we really bring the spirit of the season into our own hearts. Wow. Beautifully stated. Thank Very you. Very beautifully stated. We do have one Thank quick you. message here on our board from Chris. This is Anne. Can you see who my angel is? Hold on here. Well, right away, I heard the name Jacob. And Jacob. this is not, not a relative. This is an angel angel, and he picked kind of a common name, he said, so you could relate to him. He says you can call him Jake. And he says, <laughs> he says you've got a creative streak. And it's important to use your creativity because that gives you a lot of peace. It's kind of stress release for you. And he's laughing a little bit. He said, it's okay if you don't feel as, um, like if you make bad jokes and things and you're not as polished as you might want to be all the time. Because he said, angels have humor too. So it's kind of like he's giving you permission to talk to him like you'd talk to your best friend. Okay. You know, I love that because so many people think, oh, it's Archangel Michael or it's Mother Mary or it's Jesus Christ or it's Buddha or it's whomever, you know, all these recognizable names. But no, this one's Jake. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and I, and, and I got to tell you, I don't always hear names. It's, it's, I'm not one of those psychics that gets names very easily. So when they come through, I know they're real because they're just pronouns are very loud. Yeah, yeah, which means, I mean, any, anybody can be an angel, you know, you, you leave, mm-hmm. leave the planet Earth and you go into your angelic, into the angelic realm and suddenly there's, you know, Angel Liz. And Angel Summer. And sometimes angels don't really have human names, but they'll just pick one and give it to us because they want to give us an energy that we can relate to. Ah, uh, true. Yeah, true. true. So, Chris, you I know, hope I've had many that, angels yeah. say, you know, I don't have a name. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, we hope that that answered the question for Chris. And uh, thank you so very much to uh, all of our callers who shared their stories. And um, Chris says, uh, she says, I am an artist and here in Arizona and want to come see you. Thanks. <laughs> oh, that's that's thank you. <laughs> that's, oh, that's awesome. Wonderful. Thank, thank you, you so much. God bless. God bless. <laughs> yeah. So, I just, you know. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for having this show and for letting people share. Because, you know, in my work, too, I talk to a lot of folks that, you know, they think they're weird or they think that, you know, they're a little crazy or they know they're not, but nobody listens to them. So this is a wonderful forum. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so very much for that. I appreciate and, that. Yes. And thank you to all of our callers and listeners today. And, uh, wow. Yeah, we hope you've enjoyed the show and and. Anne, thank you so much for joining us. Um, you can learn more about Anne, Albert, Anne Albers' work by visiting www.visionsofheaven.com and sign up for her free and incredibly informative newsletter, which I absolutely receive and yeah. love. And uh, it's called Messages from Anne and the Angels. And look forward to her uh, seminars and other uh, things that she does next year. I mean, she's always doing something exciting and she's got a lot of resources on her website. So thank you, Anne, so much. Thank you so much, Anne. We really just love you so much and thank you for everything that you shared today. Well, and I love you all. And... No, go oh, ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say I love you all. And, you know, just hope everybody has a joyous season and if you're grieving, ask the love to flood your heart. Uh, thank uh, you. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. You can find all of our broadcasts on Blog Talk Radio, also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Please tell your friend and post about our show and share it on all your social media. 
We're also on Facebook. So until next year, <laughs> oh, wow. I'm Summer Bacon. <laughs> and I'm Liz Johnson. And thank, thank you, you for, for letting, letting us know who you are. God bless you all.